the Attorney General for the state of Indiana, Todd Rokita. Uh, Mr. Attorney General, how are you, sir? <laughs> hey, Pat. Hardly important. Yeah, so did but it's we, good to oh, be here. Did we salute you properly when you came to the door? No, did, it's, okay. you didn't say Todd, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, you know, I one of my regrets is I didn't have I didn't elect to serve my country in the military, but try to do it in other ways. And the idea that they call attorneys general general, I just can't get yeah. comfortable with. Yeah, <clears throat> even at the national level, they do that. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like okay, what? Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm Todd. Yeah. Um, so um, you you've been in town today. Yeah. Uh, you were on with Kayla. Well, you were on with Kayla. She wasn't here today, but you were on with that uh, bearded fella, Mighty Mac McIntyre. Yeah. Yeah. He we were on with him this morning. Yeah, it was good. Uh, and then from there, I went um, a private event, but I hosted um, the Mississippi Attorney General Lynn Fitch. Oh yeah. Now, why she's important to folks around here, I would guess, and because it, it's important to me. Uh, is that she was the lead attorney, the lead state in the Dobbs decision, right. which overturned Roe v. Wade. Right. And so she was giving a speech to Notre Dame law students yesterday, and um, and and we did a little we did a little meeting with uh, folks afterwards in South Bend. But I said, you know what? And she was going to go back. She was going to go back to Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, and I said, this is I'm not making any of this up. I said, well, hold on. Can you extend? Like another morning, I at least want you to meet some of the leaders um, uh, in in Fort Wayne, and she agreed, and so she did. We had a nice little breakfast, Good. and uh, she's off to uh, back to Mississippi right now. Yeah, Mississippi, um, a totally different state from Indiana, but there's still uh, there's still a whole level of some really great people in Mississippi. Actually, she's the first Attorney General, Republican, conservative Attorney General in 150 years down there, and Isn't she's crazy? great. Uh, she came in about a year before me, and we, uh, you know, I helped with the uh, Dobbs decision, of course. Uh, and once, well, once I got elected, and it went real well. So, you know, here we are. Now we have to, you know, some say, "Oh my gosh, uh, now we now it's even worse. We have all these fifty states to worry about." Well, yes, but and our work has just begun there, and we have to, um, you know, make sure we're not just making abortion illegal. That's really the easy thing to do. And probably the least effective. What we have to do is make it unthinkable, and yeah. that requ- requires changing hearts and minds. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Uh, some other things I want to get to that you had mentioned. I want to remind people of something I brought up a week or so ago, uh, which came from your office. In that, there's a lot of money laying around for Hoosiers that's been unclaimed. Yeah, you know, unclaimed wages or commissions or money orders or things that were in safe deposit boxes or refunds or overpayment. All, all kinds of stuff. It's really easy to find if you go to indianauclaimed.gov. Yep. So just go there, indianauclaimed.gov. Uh, I had nothing in there this year. I have, though. It, it, <laughs> when you've been in here before, yeah. it, two years in a row, one time I had um, I had like $110 from something. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah, so we collect tens of millions of dollars each year. It ends yeah. up uh, we're the custodians for it. And you want to claim it. You want to go to that website and look because if it stays – in my office for 25 years, uh, guess who gets it? You do. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> uh, the state of Indiana gets it. Yeah. So we don't want that to happen. So come and take a look. You'd be surprised at, yeah. the, at, at how you can collect money over the years. And sometimes it's 10 bucks. Like mine was a little over 100 And then the second year I did it, it was a commission from an insurance policy that I knew I had written the policy. But I, in shifting companies and everything, I had forgotten what paid and what didn't mm-hmm, pay. Exactly. It was, it was like $1,400. I'm like, yeah, I think I can use that. Yeah. You know, And my, my big mistake was I said it on the air. 
And so then the lovely Mrs. Miller knew, okay, oh. there, there, there's, there, there's a dinner coming. Well, uh, at least she's listening to you see? after all these years. Yeah, well, you know, she has to, just to make sure I'm still breathing. Uh, you, you don't you don't want to start the claim on the life insurance too soon. Uh, uh, Mr. Attorney General, uh, talk to me here about this suit that you have against the ATF because you're trying to protect the gun rights of Hoosiers. What's going okay. on between you and the federal government here? Uh, look, this is serious, folks. Um, it's called a pistol Brace and it's an accessory you put on uh, your 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 short guns, your pistols, and everything else to help you increase your accuracy. A lot of people in the dis- disability community use it, uh, but others use it as well. And by fiat, meaning by these unelected bureaucrats, socialists really, right. at, at these agencies at the federal level, ATF in particular, uh, said, you know what? Um, if you have that now, we think that's more like a weapon of uh, that criminals use, and we are going to have you register your your gun that uses a pistol brace and we're going to register you you're going to have to submit your fingerprints okay so because this is you be- use a brace yes so this is a the beginning of a gun registry it's the beginning of a gun owner registry ultimately it's going to be a gun grab so 24 other states and I are now suing the federal government we got together we coordinated we're doing it all at once and we're going to stop this rule from going to effect. We're going to file a preliminary injunction soon. And, you know, the bottom line is it hurts or affects and will hurt millions of Hoosiers, millions of Americans, yep. you know, uh, who are going to be ensnared in this overly broad net, this trap uh, that's intentionally made uh, to, to keep you from defending yourself and your family. Yeah. And are, are you finding, and you say you're doing this like with 25 other attorneys? 24 general, others, yeah. 24. Um, isn't that a little heartening for you when you see that there is a number and basically a growing number, like you say, this one from Mississippi, first time they've had a Republican yeah. since Jesus walked the earth. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but to see a growing number of Republican and conservative attorneys general yep. where you're, you're starting to have a, a cadre of people that say, yeah, us too, us too, us too. And I'm sure you guys keep the lines going, just staffs talking to each other about what's going staffs, on. Staffs, and I was with several of them uh, at the beginning of the week. We get together a lot, actually, because something we want to do is a lot of this in person. Um, and, and it's been very effective. And, yeah, heartening is a word for it. I am excited to do this job, Pat. It's, it's, I, I, I'm thankful for the people of Indiana giving me this job to do. People have asked me if I want to run for Senate or governor. And, you know, you never say never and maybe one day. But I think this is a better job than those two jobs both. Well, I will tell you this. Attorneys general, because I've been around some in other states that are, yeah, they're okay, but they're, you know, uh, they're just, they're, they're, they're mailing it in is what's yeah. happening. As much as I like to get people their unclaimed property back, I'm not here for the unclaimed property. Yeah, I, I'm I here to that. fight these battles against socialism. Yeah, no, exactly right. Yeah. And, and it's more than obvious to us here on the outside looking in, just so you know. Okay. Uh, your, your, your name your name comes up far more often on the program than on days when you're just sitting here with me. Oh, so really? We, we keep tabs on See, you. I never knew that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in fact, um, yeah. Uh, And I have it here. Let's see the date that you were at Maggiano's and you didn't bring me anything. So I've got that down here. So have you ever been to Maggiano's? No? Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, But no, but I mean, let me ask you this. In in this with like with the ATF and all of that, with, you know, trying the unclaimed property, uh, with the allegations of the Medicare fraud, Medicaid fraud by surgeons over near Hammond, in fighting all that and putting all that together, what is the thing about your job, now that you've been in it for a little while, mm-hmm. that you have found most surprising, that caught you off guard a little bit? Um, 
Well, two things, really. First of all, it's like there are two levels of chess. There's uh, the legal level that you have to figure out. Everything's a strategy. And that's very challenging, mm-hmm. and I and I really enjoy that. But then layered on top of it, what a regular lawyer doesn't really ever have to deal deal with much is the political chessboard. Yeah. So you're working two chessboards. Not that you make your decision, your legal decisions based on politics, but you have to understand the political effects of what you're going to do legally yeah. in because order to if, be effective. Because if you don't calculate the political effects, somebody on the other side, they're yeah. going to do it for you. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that you that uh, the job is too politicized. It doesn't mean we should change uh, the nature of the job. It's just what we are as a society right now. And your attorneys general, the one, the like-minded ones that like me that agree with most of your audience here, we're on the first and last line of defense altogether. Mm-hmm. And we're the best value you have in politics right now frankly we just don't push yes or no buttons you know we sue we investigate uh, i have 20,000 act you know we talk about some of the cases here but i have 20,000 of them at any given time so we're the, one of the state's biggest law firms and um, you know that's very interesting to me too the second thing really quick that i that was very surprising in a positive way is the staff and you know me, I throw compliments around like they're sewer covers, okay? I work yeah. I work very hard. I expect everyone around me to work right. very hard. I was expecting more like the federal bureaucrats, and what I got were honestly true public servants. They do world-class briefing. They work long to the night. Instead of me sending emails at 11 o'clock, I am getting them at 11 o'clock. Yeah. From these folks, and I, I, you know, I'm sure I have some stragglers around there somewhere, and I'm going to find them. <laughs> but I am very happy and, and pleasantly surprised with the level of um, quality of work that I see in our office. And isn't that really rewarding for you? I mean, where you sit, because for me out here, uh, I'm looking for the next elections. Hmm. I care who the governor is. To me, it's more than just a magistrate, mm-hmm. you know, sitting on a throne somewhere. I care who my governor is and the lieutenant governor, who mm-hmm. that is. I care who my senator is, who my third district representative in Congress is from here. I care who the attorney general is. I care about all that. And I like to see some consistency of conservatism down through the ranks. Mm. Uh, sometimes you see it and sometimes you don't. Mm. Uh, but it's nice to see it coming rolling out of your office. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And I'll be looking since, you know, you asked the question if I wasn't clear enough. No, I'm not going to run for governor. Not right now. But I'm going to be very, like you, very concerned and looking to see that I get the best client possible yep. as governor, because yep. that's how that works. Yeah. Uh, and I need someone I can get along with who's who's conservative, who um, is willing to do the things that a DeSantis is doing in Florida, yep. uh, that others are doing in select states, because uh, that is the way I think people are looking for boldness. I think people are looking for uh, real leadership. And I think people will be attracted to that, even if they're silent now or even if they denounce it now. If they see it happening, uh, they will follow. And that's what I'm trying to do in the attorney general's office. Don't, don't you think – I mean, because DeSantis is almost looking like he's this lone ranger out there because mm. of what he's doing. I happen to think the more that you have attorneys general mm-hmm. and other people around a governor and the governor says, you know what, I've got people in this fight with me, I think more of them rise up and take on the mindset of a DeSantis. I think you'll have more victory There's around the country. There's certainly that opportunity, yeah. and I'm looking for it. You know, it hasn't really sparked here like that yet, um, in my opinion. Uh, but it um, it needs to be done. Indiana could be leading the way to saving our culture, to saving our traditional American values. Um, you know, I'll put our voters up against Florida's anytime. 
terms oh, yeah. of conservatism. Oh, yeah. yep. and, uh, and and so they, they just want someone to know that they're fighting for them and someone that's going to listen to them and someone that's going to share their values. Yeah. Let me, let me put this out there because we're out of time here, but let me put this out there. You answered my one question that currently right now you're not running for governor. I also need a promise and a pledge from you that you're also not running to be the number one uh, talk show host in the state of Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to hang on to what little corner of the world I have here. I certainly would enjoy the pay increase, but no, your, your job's safe with <laughs> no, me. You wouldn't. no, you wouldn't. Hey, listen, thank you so much. Good to see you. Todd Rokita, he is the Attorney General for the state of Indiana, and we're glad that he's there and that he's fighting for us. And we'll be back with more straight ahead. This is Pat Miller on Wobo 1190 AM, 107.5 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.